In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Everybody, how are you on this beautiful Monday morning, April 25th, year of our Lord, 2022. I hope you had an amazing weekend. I know I did. Uh, we'll get into so much uh, what happened over the weekend and what's already happened this morning here today. But first, I want to go ahead and I want to play you the newest footage coming from Ben Berkwam down uh, near the Panama Canal. Now, why I keep pushing what Ben is doing out there is because I've told you for a very long time now what Ben is doing on the border the work that he's doing will be used in court as evidence someday very soon actually maybe a little bit sooner than we think which we will touch on a little later in this show but this is your opportunity folks Right now, this is a seven-minute long video I'm about to show you to start out the show today. That means everything is going to be a little later. We're going to end a little later today. The, uh, the, the, the prayer is going to come a little later today because I want to start out the show with this. I think this is very important, and I think the work he's doing down there will end up destroying the left and the Biden administration someday. I just have that feeling. That's what God's telling me to do, so I'm going to push out what Ben's sending me. He puts his life on the line to give you this stuff. And I'm going to go ahead and play the video for you now. What you're about to see is even more of a vast illegal migration to this country than Ben has shown you in the past. Not just from Mexico, not just from South America, from literally 
all over the world and the NGOs, the non-government uh, officials out there, like uh, the Catholic Church is one of them. The Catholic Church is just as much as a culprit in the illegal uh, immigration that's going on on our southern border as Joe Biden. And I'm not saying that because of anything of my personal feelings about the Catholic Church. I'm telling you that because it's fact. I'm going to go to this video now so you can see exactly what is going on on our southern border with Ben Berkwam. Check this out. We're going deep into the Embora territory in the Darien Gap, basically coming in from Panama, going the reverse direction. We're talking about that this morning. Joe Biden and the left are calling it controlled flow. What we need to do is reverse the flow and send them back. Right, we got our, our first boat of migrants coming, following two boats of produce, mostly avocados. You're on, Matt. Where are you from? Cuba. Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Who's that? Who's that? Bangladesh. Five so far. Okay, five. And seven right behind it. Who's that? Where are you from? Where, where, where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Huh? No? Well, that back one, that's all African. Two more. Three more. Oh, we got a bunch here. Wow, we got a bunch here. Where are you from? De donde son? We got China. Wow, look at this. Holy crap. Where are you from? Who's that fool? What? Where are you from? How many women and kids do you see in these boats, Every guys? Day. Every single day. How many women and kids There's have 11. you seen? Barely any. Ooh, dang, they're almost about to flip. Where are you from? China. China? China. Africa. South America. Everywhere. The Middle East. Man, they don't Everywhere. They didn't speak English, French, or Spanish. We're at 11 already. Holy crap. And it's everywhere. We got China. We got Africa. We got everything. This is an invasion. And Joe Biden will be held accountable for this, folks. Nonstop. Where are you from? Venezuela. Man, this is this is unbelievable. We're already at 12 boats. Several of the boats we asked in three languages, uh, English, Spanish, and French, where they from, they didn't answer. Several of them were from uh, Asian countries. And then we did get Bangladesh, and we had a couple boats that were all from Africa. Crazy, 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 crazy. 
That's 14 boats this Sunday morning, heading up deep into the Darien Gap. We're heading to the first village we've already been to, and then deeper than that, 14 boats already. Wow. Look at the front of that boat. Where are you from? Vous êtes vous? Where are you from? Fuck you, China. Ah. He said he's from fuck you, China. Uh, he was he was saying uh, that's that's what he thinks of Xi Jinping. More here. 16. This is like all Africa. And we got a uh, center front. So this might be the last one. Vous êtes vous? Vous êtes vous? Where are you from? Where are you from? Bangladesh? Cameroon? Cameroon. Wow. The thing to remember on this is they don't want you to see this. That's this whole idea of controlled flow is that they control it, they move it past you before you can see it. That's why it's so critical we're out here showing you this and how quickly, like last night, how quickly they load up, they get to the camp, they load up the buses, they move them onto Costa Rica, they get them out of sight, they just, that's the whole, that's the whole idea. And the, the crazy thing is, we are increasing it. That's what our government is doing. Intentionally increasing it. It shouldn't be controlled flow, it needs to be reverse flow. President Trump was right about all of this. You know, That's why it's so critical, guys. We have to secure our elections. It's interesting, he's telling me, up in the village now, gas is $7 a gallon. And People are really suffering to move their produce down all right, the river. All right, let's go ahead. And so the rest of this, guys, you're already well aware of. I just wanted to show you the vastness of where these people are coming from. It's all over the world. It truly is a southern invasion, not just illegal migration. This is a southern invasion because crime, disease, everything is coming with it. You keep asking. I keep seeing in the comments section who's going to be held accountable. When? Trust me. They will be. They will be. This is, not, this is not an if, this is a when. And that's why it's so important that we get this stuff out there. It's also this important that President Trump finally gets this stuff out there. President Trump was not able to have his word have, hold any water outside of the echo chamber of Trump supporters because the world would not show what was going on. Real America's Voice News decided to use what Ben was good at and find out exactly what's going on. That's why he's in the Darien Gap. That's why he's in Pan Panama Canal. They're going to send ben, to even, ben even further into the belly of the beast to find out exactly the root cause. You always hear cackling Kamala Harris talk about the root cause, the root cause, the root cause. We're going to follow these illegal, uh, these illegal invaders just like you follow the money. And we're going to get to that root cause. And you know who that root cause is, folks. You already know. That root cause is Joe Biden and the Democrats. Amen? Again, big shout out to Ben Burkham. Look, a lot has happened this weekend, folks. And right now we are in the middle. We are in the middle. Of Elon Musk. Oh, hold on, hold on. 9294 says, sorry, Jeremy, they will never be held responsible. You want to bet? Let's bet. I don't know who you are. I know you love the show. I'm not trying to be rude, but do you want to bet? Because I will bet you right now that they will be held accountable. We're not doing this for nothing. God isn't exposing this for nothing. God isn't putting Ben's life on the line for nothing. God isn't working behind the scenes to make sure that people with money are actually getting to the bottom of this and putting people with courage and having uh, heavenly armor, body armor, of the armor of God in these situations for nothing. So I'll go back to my other question. You want to bet? I will die before nobody's held accountable. Bet that. So I want to tell you guys all about what happened this weekend. A lot of crazy stuff happened this weekend. We are real, real, literally witnessing right now 
Elon Musk buying Twitter. He will have Twitter bought either by by definitely by the end middle of this week. I would say by the end of this week, maybe by the end of today. Maybe by the end of today, I told you. I told you there was no way Twitter was not going to be able to, there was no way they were going to be able to continue to be themselves. They were, no, they were no longer going to be able to be Twitter any longer after what Elon Musk did. He came in and he destroyed their entire house of cards. He did it literally within three weeks. Literally within three weeks. And you mean to tell me that we can't take down the cabal? We can. We can. It just took a man with some money and some courage and some support to do it, and he did it in three weeks. Twitter is going to be completely changed. Next, Instagram. After that, Facebook. Folks, it's already begun. The tides have shifted, and the wind shifted weeks ago, months ago. You're just now feeling it now. We're just now feeling it now. They're losing. We're winning. Good is defeating evil. It's not hard to see. This is, and the reason why I've been showing you all this stuff is so we could get here. And it's not just me, it's other fighters too. There's thousands of people who are doing what I'm doing and doing what you're doing to make sure that we take this country back. And it's happening day, every day, every hour, every minute, every second, all over the country. There is no way a, 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 a strategic effort like that for so many people around the country to do this is not going to pay off. So it looks like Elon Musk will finalize that. Hopefully, I, I would hope by the end of today. It's happening. It is happening. And again, I could care less about Twitter as a company, and I could care less about Elon Musk outside of being a, a person that God created. I care about the aftermath of it. I care about the reasoning for it. I care about the merits behind it. That's what I care about. Amazing stuff also this weekend, folks. Jenna Ellis went off the deep end. A lot of you already knew that Jenna Ellis was kind of eh, a little shaky of a Republican. But look, folks, when I read you this morning's verse of the day, you're going to understand why we have to go through these hard times. Because iron sharpens iron. And during that time, during those troubled times, not only do you find out who you are, okay, but you also find out who other people are. Amen? Thank you, Rosa. Rosa Catalano from Wisconsin. God bless you. We love you. Love you so much, and you are right. Share the show to everyone you know, because we are making a difference. I don't care if we've got 5,000 or 50,000 people watching the show. We're making a difference because thousands of people are together doing the Lord's work, period. Jenna Ellis turned out to be a huge rhino scumbag. And I'm talking scumbag, and I don't say the word scumbag lightly. If I call somebody a scumbag or a dirtbag, it's because they are that. And Jenna Ellis this weekend putting out her tweet to end last week saying that she would defend Disney in this whole fight against Ron DeSantis, it is so much more than what she, she said she would defend Disney's right to freedom of speech. But where she's completely wrong is this is not a freedom of speech issue. Disney has the right to say whatever they want and not be criminally liable or criminally charged. But Disney is a guest in Florida and their tax exemption and their self-governing is privilege, Jenna. Somebody who's as bright as you should understand that. An attorney who's well-accomplished and well-decorated like you, you should know that, has nothing to do with freedom of speech and has nothing to do with anything that, Jenna's, that Jenna is doing other than trying to get a name for herself and trying to make more money and aligning herself with the devil. That's it. What a scumbag she turned out to be. I am so glad that Real America's Voice News fired her a long time ago when they had her on the show and had her on the network. She's worthless. She's another Mitch McConnell. She's another Kevin McCoward. Gone. Bye. Folks, accountability is happening. We are holding people accountable in this country again, and it's a beautiful thing to see. Amen? Share if you agree. Now, 
Another thing that happened this weekend, so many people, thousands, millions maybe, made it onto True Social. I made it onto True Social. I have not yet even put a profile picture or a cover photo, but I'm on there as real Jeremy Harrell, and I will be verified hopefully by the end of this week, and I'll start building my True Social platform there. So if you're on True Social, search for real Jeremy Harrell, start following me now so that we can actually have a presence there as well. Somebody said, call her out. I am calling her out. Jenna Ellis, I am calling you out. Come on my show. You wouldn't come on my show when you were on Real America's Voice News, and I was there as well. I know for sure your cowardly butt isn't going to come on the show now, but I know somebody will share this with you. I know we know each other. Jenna Ellis, come on my show. Tell me why you're supporting Disney. Tell me why you think it's a free speech issue and not a, uh, a, uh, a, a dark pedophile uh, web of, cr- of sex crimes uh, that, that Ron DeSantis is trying to stop from happening. It has nothing to do with freedom of speech. They're not being criminally liable. You decided to open your mouth when you shouldn't have. You decided to, to, to spend tens of million dollars on lobbyists to, to, to remove Ron DeSantis and the legislature there. And this is the will of the people. The legislature voted on it. It's the will of the people. So Jenna Ellis, remind me how you're going to get out of that one. You're nobody. Continue to be a nobody. Now, as a fellow Christian, maybe she is a believer in Christ. She says she is. She says she is. She started reading Bible verses on her show after I did. Not to say it's the reason why, but hey, let's spread the gospel. But as a, as a human being and what she did backing Disney there, she will never, never win from that. She will never win from that. All right, let's go to the verse of the day today. Iron sharpens iron, embrace the hard times. Iron sharpens iron and embrace the hard time. Verse of the day comes from John or James, excuse me. James 1, 2 through 8. Dear brothers and sisters, when, and I capitalized the word when, when trouble comes your way, consider it an opportunity for greater joy. That's what we've been doing. For you, now, uh, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. If you need wisdom, ask your generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. That's very important. When you pray and ask for something, make sure your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Remember that. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Now, James doesn't say if troubles come your way, but when they do. He assumes that we will have troubles and that it is possible to profit from them. The point is not to pretend to be happy when we face pain, but to have a positive outlook. Consider it an opportunity for great joy because of what troubles can produce in our lives. Now, James tells us to turn our hardships into times of learning. Tough times can teach us perseverance. Iron sharpens iron. If we are scared of the tough times, then we will never grow to defeat sin. It's not possible, folks. Everything we do requires practice to master it, whether it's work, sports, parenting, or whatever. 
The same thing goes with the word of God and living for him and Christ. You have to work at it like a marriage. What are your biggest hurdles in life right now? For everybody who's watching, think about it. What are your biggest hurdles in life as we speak right now? What is the hardest thing that you're going through right now? You know it right off the bat. Speak it out loud. Say it. Say it out loud right now. And once you can answer that question and admit it, ask yourself if you have let God in to help you with that situation. And if the answer is no, then I suggest that you get on your knees and you ask him out loud with full faith because he is listening. If you have and you are not happy with his involvement, then you may be divided between your faith and him in him and the world. Check your priorities today and trust in God in literally everything you do. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Think about that. Think about that. And if you got that email today, share it out. That's your part to share the gospel. We're 20 minutes in. Let's go to the Lord now. Let's pray together. Verse, I mean, uh, Lord's Prayer from your lips to his ears. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, it's going to be one heck of a week here on Live from America. We have a lot of things working on the back end. We're talking to a lot of people. Things are about to really ramp up here. Some things are about to change, not for the worse, but for the better. And I know that you're along for the ride with me. And before we start the first and foremost section, I would like to bring it to your attention that CNN Plus has changed their pronoun, ladies and gentlemen. CNN Plus felt that since 30 days after launching, they spent $300 million and failed, that the best thing they can do to save face is to change their pronoun. And they changed that to was, were. (laughs) Good joke to start out the day. Here we go. First and foremost section. Put your cups up. Let's have our first slurp of the day. Was, were. That's CNN Plus's new pronoun. Special counsel. John Durham, we're getting right into the meat and potatoes today, folks. Special counsel John Durham has issued trial subpoenas to members of the Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee, folks. Look at that. You see that? We just wait a little bit. We just wait, and we wait on God's timing, and things actually happen. There's no way they can get rid of Durham at this point. That's the great thing about it. There's just no way. I mean, they could technically, but they're not going to do that. Okay, now John Durham has issued trial subpoenas. This is great. This is great news. Let's get into it. Um, He's also issued trial subpoenas against Fusion GPS and Perkins Coy. And from what I understand, word on the street is the entire firm at Perkins Coy may be indicted. This is it's getting it's getting good, folks. It's getting good Uh, as he continues to prosecute his findings as special counsel from which he charged cybersecurity lawyer Michael Sussman, who in 2016 represented the Clinton campaign with lying to the FBI. The campaign and Sussman's lawyers argued that the attorney-client privilege should allow them to keep their records concealed. Durham, who was tasked with this uh, around March, in between March and May of 2019, with reviewing uh, the origins of the 2016-2017 FBI investigation, 
of the now disproven Trump-Russia collusion. By the way, folks, I'll say that again. The now disproven says his investigation has led him to believe that the Clinton allied groups played a coordinating role in pushing the false claims and getting the false dossier. Okay. Earlier this month, Durham said that Fusion GPS was not primarily providing or supporting expertise relating to legal advice. Instead, it appears that the investigative firm's primary, if not sole function, was to generate opposition research materials for the firm that shared it widely. Okay. Cash Patel, Clinton campaign, uh, Cash Patel said Clinton campaign affiliates are trying to bury Michael Sussman, throw him under the bus. This is what the Democrats are good at, creating fall guys and throwing people under the bus. The special counsel said that the tech executive, Rodney Jaffe, which we've talked about before, uh, originator um, number one, April Lorenzen of the information services firm Zaletic, excuse me, Zetelitics and other researchers started to discuss searching for uh, and collecting derogatory internet data about the online activities of Donald Trump and his associates. Long story short, what I'm building up to, folks, is that Durham sees that this was an entire fabricated and manufactured effort to destroy a duly elected sitting president. And as much as people are going to say the Clintons will never be held accountable, they're not going to prison. Do you think that this is good for them? This is not good for them. This is bad for them. This is bad for the Clinton campaign. It's not only bad for the Clinton campaign, it's bad for Democrats alike, which is why Democrats are consistently trying to distance themselves from the Clinton campaign and the Clintons. The Clintons hijacked the Democratic Party long ago. They passed that torch to Obama. Obama became, became the king of the Democratic Party, but even he, even he answers to the globalists. Okay, These people are not the top of the food chain here. These people are worthless liars who the top of the food chain used to destroy President Trump and to try to lift the Democratic Party up to godlike status. In the end, it only ended up hurting them. It only ended up hurting them in the end. And now Durham is issuing trial subpoenas for Clinton campaign, the Democratic National Committee, Perkins Coy, and Fusion GPS. And if you think that this is not tied to Hunter Biden, the laptop, and Benghazi, and Biden, and everybody else, you're crazy. That's where this is going to go. And after November 8th, there will be special um, committees put together, much like the January 6th committee, to handle everything that we're talking about today that people are upset that nothing's happened. Okay? Jeremy, just sent you a short clip of practice last week. Need oxygen levels figured out before... Season starts. I'll look at that, Donnie. See, I'll look at that later. Okay, buddy? Now, sticking with the Clintons for a little bit, sticking with these scumbags, in an effort to keep records from special counsel John Durham, Hillary Clinton and her campaign says that Fusion GPS provided the legal advice. But I've already told you, Durham has already responded to that. He said they didn't only provide the legal advice. They were the, the intricate part of digging up the dirt and manufacturing the lie. So Fusion GPS and the Clinton campaign did this in tandem. Everybody else was just third party brought in to do the same thing. But the top of the food chain here, as far as I'm concerned, is Hillary Clinton and the Clinton campaign, Barack Obama, 
Joe Biden and everybody who worked to spy on President Trump's campaign. Once we get all them through these losers like Michael Sussman, then we'll get to the top, top of the food chain, which is your globalists, your Klaus Schwab's, your George Soros's, things like that. This is the end for them. This, let's just say this, this is the beginning of the end for them. This new Republican Party isn't only focused on taking back the House, the Senate, and the White House. That's a part of it. That's a piece of it. That's going to give us the legitimacy and the power to be able to really, really focus on all of these key bad players that have destroyed America for the last 20 to 30 years. This is our window of opportunity to get rid of all of the swamp and everybody behind, uh, everybody behind these people that are funding them and pushing them to do it. And China, China's responsible too. Trust me, folks, this is just about ready to get started. And uh, these people will be held accountable. That's what this new Republican Party is all about. Look, if this GNP gets voted in and we take over every house again, White House, House and Senate, and we're the ones in charge, do you think that the people are doing that, sending candidates like Madison Cawthorn and, and Lauren, Lauren Boebert? Do you think that we're getting rhinos just to give these people power, just to let them be in D.C.? No, we're giving them power to drain the swamp and hold people accountable. That is the entire premise for getting rid of the Uniparty and getting rid of the rhinos. That's it. There has to be works behind words. The words are great. The words are tough. You hear them talking. You hear me saying it every day. You hear me talking about it every day. But it's the works behind the words that need to come to fruition. If they don't, then we're no better than the GOP. And we have to stand on that. We have to stand on that. Now, speaking of MTG, have you guys been following? Did you follow her court case last week? What a crap show. We'll say that. What a crap show. What an embarrassment to the court. What an embarrassment to Georgia. What an embarrassment to Marjorie Taylor Greene's district. And go further, what an embarrassment to the United States of America and the Constitution. Amen? These people are sick, sick people. And they tried and failed with Madison Cawthorn. They tried and failed with Paul Gosar. They're trying constantly and continue to fail with President Trump. They're trying with Lauren Lauren Boebert to cancel these people, to not allow them into their house of cards any longer because Trump exposed them and the young candidates coming in and running for office are the ones tearing down their little ivory tower. And we're going to continue to tear it down, metaphorically, that is. For all the losers out there in the FBI listening, because we know you do. Not only do we know you listen But we want to let you know that we know you're the most corrupt scumbag agency in the world. You have zero power and you're nothing but a bunch of worthless liars and cheaters. The entire FBI. I don't even care anymore. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, there's some good people in the FBI. Nope. Nope. That's like saying there's good people in the Latin Kings. That's like saying there's good people in the the GDs, the gangster disciples. That's like saying there's good people in MS-13. It does not exist. You want to know why? Because in order for these people to be part of the FBI, they had to go through everything that the top brass wants them to go through. And if you think they're just teaching them how to be good detectives, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's just like elementary school. They're teaching them to do things their way. And the FBI has been corrupt since the 1950s, 60s, whenever J. Edgar Hoover was there. This agency needs to be ripped down from the top to the bottom, just like the IRS, just like the DOJ. Is there a place for those agencies in this world? Well, of course there is. Of course there is. Is there a place for these losers that are in charge of it now and working at it now? Nope. Sorry, because if you saw something and you didn't do something about it, you're just as guilty. It's like bullying a kid. 
I told my son, you may not be the one doing the bullying, but if you're with the bulliers, if you work with the bulliers, if you eat lunch with the bulliers, then you're just as guilty because you didn't stop it, period. Now, this clown show, this crap show that's going on with Marjorie Taylor Greene, I don't know if you watched any of it, but it's about as laughable as Kamala Harris being uh, qualified to be the vice president. It's about as laughable as Joe Biden actually being able to go up and complete a full sentence. It's about as laughable as uh, Nancy Pelosi actually coming to uh, give a press conference not drunk. It was absolutely terrible. And the judge should be ashamed of uh, of themselves for allowing this kind of crap to continue. They're playing Independence Day. And they're saying, did you get that quote from Independence Day? Marjorie's like, what are you talking about? The quote that we won't go into the night quietly? You got that from Independence Day, didn't you? I don't know. It's a saying. Well, let's play Independence Day, shall we? I mean, the only thing that's more absurd than this court case is that stupid Johnny Depp and Amber Heard crap that nobody should care about. The heck is that? That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen on TV. We can get a play-by-play of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, but we couldn't get 10 minutes of Jelaine Maxwell? No, 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 folks. Accountability's coming back, and they hate it, and they're scared of it. My truth social name is real Jeremy Harrell. Somebody just asked, so I'm just re-giving that, okay? So anyway, continue to pray for Marjorie Taylor Greene, okay? Continue to support her. Continue to help her out financially if you can, all right? Because it's people like her. It's fighters like her. Whether you like her or not because of some stupid argument that her and somebody else had, it doesn't make a difference. That's not what we're talking about here. And I'm not saying anything because she's a friend of mine. I could give a good crap about that when I'm talking politics. When I'm talking the political and the social economic state of our country, I'm talking about winners and losers. Winners and losers. And the people that hate her are sitting home doing this. Well, I heard. Well, I heard. Well, I heard. Well, guess what I heard? Well, guess what I heard? Shut up and do something. Shut up. Get off the internet and go do something positive. Because if we all band together behind these candidates that are actually fighting for us, we win. That's the end. We win. Otherwise, we're chasing our tail and doing nothing by going, that's what I heard. You know what I heard? This person said this person about her. Shut up. What are we, in fifth grade? Get your crap together. Get up and do something productive. Or else we're going to see more of this stuff. Stand up and do something about it. Or we're going to see more of it. And you really will lose this country. I'm so sick and tired of seeing 40, 50, and 60-year-olds online going, well, guess what I heard? If the, two, if the two words I heard were taken out of the dictionary, half the country wouldn't have anything to even talk about. Wouldn't even have anything to talk about. So for that judge and for that court, who's obviously making a mockery out of our Constitution and the way things are in this country, let's go ahead. Come on, man. Dumb, dumb award of the day today for that loser judge who clearly wants reality TV show in their courtroom. Should have already been done. Should have he after putting on Independence Day, that should have been over with right there. But it was even it, it got worse. I mean, I, courts are terrible today. Courts are absolutely horrible today. Anyway, let's move on and go to the great state of Michigan, okay? Great state of Michigan where the guy that I would like to win governor there, Garrett Saldano, he's actually 
not uh, he's not really close to, to to Governor Whitmer yet when it comes to actually beating her or not. Instead, you got people like Craig and, and, and other uh, GOP members uh, that are that are up there is polling right along with with Governor Whitmer. Although I don't ever see anything from these people. I never hear from these people. I hear from real grassroots people like Garrett Saldano. I hear from real grassroots people like Joe Blystone. I hear from grassroots people like Candace Taylor. You know who we never hear from? These supposed uh, qualified GOP candidates who just literally just fund money off lobbyists and, and, and donors and don't do nothing. But Michigan's in the news. There's a grassroots movement in Michigan to take over Michigan, and I absolutely love this. Michigan is rising up, ladies and gentlemen. It also shows that as much as I don't agree with some, just some, of President Donald J. Trump's endorsements, it does show that his endorsements still hold the power. The Republican Party dwells with Donald Trump and vice versa. Versa. There is not one without the other today, and it shows that government, uh, uh, President Donald J. Trump's endorsements are still very powerful because this is a historic humiliation, folks, in Michigan. Trump endorsed candidates sweep establishment GOP picks in Michigan's grassroots rise up, winning against all odds. This is beautiful and wonderful. Not, not, not everybody won. But we're starting to make a difference there. We're starting to see a tide turn in the great state of Michigan. In what can only be described as a historic election, Michigan GOP delegates uh, delegates wiped out decades of establishment rule yesterday at the GOP state convention with their votes to elect Trump-endorsed election integrity candidates Christina Caramo for Secretary of State and Constitutional Attorney Matt DiPerno for Attorney General as their choice to run in the 2022 general election. This is good news. This is good news because it goes to show you, folks, if you're reading between the lines, like I try to do every day, what it goes to show you is that um, the GOP is actually crumbling. The GOP is actually crumbling. Now, I saw somebody said uh, Craig is nowhere near Garrett Saldano's ranking. Garrett is way ahead. Not according to Real Clear Politics. Real Clear Politics has Craig way ahead of Saldano, even though Garrett's sending me videos and pictures every day of somewhere else that he is. He's out there killing it. So let's just keep pushing. But this goes to show you, this sweep yesterday goes to show you that uh, the GOP is dying and it's crumbling and it's decaying from within. And we're sweeping up, cleaning up, sweeping it up, folks. Over 2,000 GOP delegates and alternates gathered in Grand Rapids, Michigan to cast critical votes for the next Republican Secretary of State and Attorney General. I'll take a drink of water here real quick. Just leave it open. All right, here we go. And the Attorney General candidates for the upcoming general election in November 2022. Both races were highly contentious, with two Trump-endorsed grassroots election integrity candidates, Kristen Carano, Christina Caramo, excuse me, uh, and constitutional attorney Matt DiPerno, who's been leading the charge to try to get a full investigation of the uh, 2020 election up in, in, in uh, Michigan. Two grassroots candidates with no political experience and limited campaign funds ran against career politicians like Tom Leonard, who was, um, who was showered with money and endorsements from establishment Republicans and anti-America first pack money. 
Not surprisingly, populist Christina Caramo walked away with 1,344 votes and emerged victorious in her bid to become the next GOP candidate for Secretary of State in Michigan. Her next closest competitor, a sitting Michigan State Representative, Bo Lafave, got 390 votes, and Cindy Berry of Macomb County, who was a city clerk, only got 267 votes. Not uh, votes. Not only, folks. Not only did our candidates win, but they destroyed them. They stomped them. That should give you a good indication of what not only the world is starting to trend to, the country is starting to trend to, but what people in the Republican Party are starting to do. They're starting to finally see what we've been working on for the last four years, which is getting rid of rhinos and getting uh, America first populist candidates to run. And look what happened. We win. I already count this as a win. Whether they go on and win the general or not, I already count this as a win because it shows us that everything that we've been trying to do in this Republican Party is actually coming to fruition. So good job in Michigan. Great job up there staying on task, staying on story, and continuing to hammer home the reality, which is the GOP is over and the Democratic Party is over. Okay? Uh, Some people are saying they're having some hard times finding me on True Social. If somebody wants to just grab a link or something like that and share it in here for people, please do. Again, there's no profile picture and no cover photo. So it'll just say Real Jeremy Harrell as of right now. I've not spent any time building it, okay? All right, let's move on from Michigan, and let's go and talk about that loser dirtbag Christopher Ray. If you don't know who Christopher Ray is, Christopher Ray is the director of the FBI. He's literally just as bad, if not worse, of a director for the Federal Bureau of Investigations as his predecessor, James Comey. Both of these guys need to be rotting in a prison cell. Either way, the FBI is, I've said it before, I said it today, and I'll say it a thousand times more, is the single most corrupt agency in the country right now. And director... Dirtbag Christopher Ray went on 60 Minutes recently and continued to call January 6th a terrorist attack and literally lied when he said thousands of people stormed the Capitol violently. But what Christopher Ray forgets is that the internet never forgets. What Christopher Ray forgets is that we have literally shown on this show multiple times how nobody stormed the inside of the Capitol. A few people did, but those were FBI, BLM, and Antifa, okay? For the majority of the people that got inside the Capitol building, they were let inside the Capitol building. Not only were they let inside the Capitol building, they were herded inside the Capitol building, almost like they were coerced to go inside the Capitol building. Now, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I don't want to show the same video over and over again. But for those who haven't seen it, and for those making their first appearance here on Live from America, those who don't know how corrupt the FBI is and how much they lie on national TV and everywhere else and how much they fabricate stories, make stories up, and trap people and literally are committing the crimes they're pointing at other people constantly, let's let's replay just a few minutes of the video showing exactly the opposite of what Dirtbag Director Christopher Ray said. And I know you've seen this video before, but we're going to show it again. Here we go. The following footage was obtained from the United States Department of Justice. It contains surveillance video of the Upper West Terrace doors of the United States Capitol on January 6, 2021. 
Just after 2.33 p.m., police officers allow five individuals to exit the Capitol through the Upper West Terrace doors. I know you've seen this. Try not to be redundant, but some people haven't, and I'm going to show it. At 2.34 p.m., a gentleman holding an American flag catches the door just as the last protester leaves. I'm going to continue to show it. He turns it to the crowd outside so people remember. and waves towards the door. At the same time at 2.34 p.m., a gentleman with a red cap approaches the interior doors. As the police officer notices him, he continues to approach. The police officer holds the door for the protester as he enters the Capitol undeterred. Now, I won't play this whole thing. I just want to play a few minutes of it so people can see that this guy in the, in the FBI is a straight stone-cold at liar. At 2.35 p.m., a large group enters the interior of the Capitol, police standing at the doors. As a steady stream of protesters enter through the Upper West Terrace doors, they can see police officers standing at the interior doors, allowing people to pass. Wow, looks like they're storming the Capitol, folks. Wow, dirtbag director of FBI. Looks like they're storming it. Look at that. That's a storm right there. Watch out. Unbelievable. All right, let's go ahead and kill that now. Um, I have this video shared, folks, so I'll continue to show this video as much as I possibly can, as much as duty calls for me to show this video, but you see as much as I see. There's no storming the Capitol. The guy went on 60 Minutes, lies about that again, lies about literally everything, and calls it a terrorist attack again. Now, here's some sweet justice. Here's some instant justice for Director of FBI Christopher Wray and his very corrupt agency, which is supposed to be the pinnacle of, uh, of police investigation and criminal investigation on the planet once, not anymore. Do you guys remember, I want to bring you back in time just to highlight how much of a loser the FBI really is. Do you guys remember the story that I reported on about three months ago? I'd say in between three and four months ago um, about the women and the girls that were being victimized by the U.S. Olympic coaches and doctors. Do you remember that story? where these girls testified in Congress that they were being taken advantage of by the doctors and by the coaches. They were being uh, groped and raped in some cases. And uh, the, the doctor's name was Larry uh, Na- uh, Nassar. Do you guys remember that story? Well, how great karma is because it's finally coming back to bite Christopher Ray and the failed FBI in the behind. Because if you remember this report, if you remember it well, The FBI knew about all of this and could have stopped it before anybody else got injured. They could have stopped it before anybody else got molested. They could have stopped it before anybody else got raped. They could have stopped it before anybody else got assaulted months. And I'm talking months before it actually started to blow up. The FBI let it happen. And now it's coming back to bite them in their butt, folks, because... FBI uh, Director Christopher Wray and the DOJ Inspector General Michael Horowitz testified in September of 2021 before the Senate Judiciary Committee on the FBI's handling of Larry Nassar's investigation. And if you remember correctly, Nassar was the team doctor for the U.S. women's gymnastic team who was sentenced to 60 years in federal prison on child pornography charges in 2016. Well, ladies and gentlemen, long story short, I don't want to bring this through this long-winded thing, but last week, lawyers for the 13 victims sued Christopher Wray, the DOJ, and the FBI 
for failure to act on the reports of Nassar's uh, misconduct. And had they acted on that when they knew it, many, many, many instances would not have occurred. Lawyers for the 13 uh, girls and women who survived sexual abuse by former gymnastics Dr. Larry Nassar have notified the FBI they intend to sue them over their failure to act on reports of his misconduct. Um, They left us at the disposal of predators, said Grace French, a survivor and advocate who was part of the process. Under law, under a law called the Federal Tort Claims Act, plaintiffs are required to file administrative complaints with the U.S. government. If the federal government fails to act after six months, those plaintiffs can proceed with civil lawsuits seeking monetary damages. Do you know how much they're suing them for now? Unfortunately, this is going to come out of taxpayer money and not out of these people's pockets, but it is another arrow in the quiver of the good and the righteous. $130 million. $130 million. And I hope there's some kind of personal restitution as well. I hope there's some kind of personal liability or responsibility on that dirtbag Christopher Ray and anybody else who let these people get raped and assaulted. Scumbags of the earth, but I'll bet you if they were wearing a red MAGA hat, oh, you would have dispatched the, 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 the most elite SWAT team from the FBI to take them down at gunpoint in their homes, you losers. You're the ones that are going to have to answer to God for your crimes, not me. And I hope and pray that justice comes your way in my lifetime, Christopher Ray, Merrick Garland. I hope justice comes your way in my lifetime so I can just watch it with a smile on my face and then continue to go on and spread the gospel and help people who actually need help rather than letting them get molested and abused and raped, you loser dirtbags. I hope and pray. I see a lot of people saying in the comment section that Elon Musk just bought Twitter. Let me know if that finalized as I'm on the show right now. I don't want to go do any research, but I know you guys are uh, you guys love homework. So let me know if that's been finalized and I'll, I'll appreciate that. Now, speaking of lawsuits, I got to go one after the other, folks, because we've got a lot of stuff. OK, uh, speaking of lawsuits, more than 20 states have now joined the lawsuit over Joe Biden's mishandling of the southern border. And this is why I told you, and I continue to tell you, that Ben Berkham's footage will be used in court against the Biden regime and against the left. I told you that this footage would be used as, 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 as uh, footage, as, as proof and evidence and testimony that Joe Biden broke many, many laws on purpose, which should land him on a one-way ticket to Gitmo at the very least. And I've said at the very least, notice what I said, not impeachment. I'm talking Gitmo at the very least. This is our time. This is our opportunity. 20 states are suing Biden in court over the southern border border invasion. This is the time, folks, that Ben Berkwam is really going to stand up and change the world. I told you it was going to happen. God told me it was going to happen. God has been weighing it on my heart to continue to help Ben, and this is why. Breaking news, Musk owns Twitter. Is that for real? I'm going to ask my producer to check that. Uh, Eli, will you please check and see if that has been finalized or if that's still in talks? But yes, that is high treason, Linda Kaser. You are correct. So uh, my producer's telling me it's not concrete yet. He's telling me he's seeing the articles and it's not concrete, uh, nothing uh, completely confirmed yet. So we'll stay on top of that. But that's, folks, 20 states. 
20 states in court. This is big. This is real good because we can finally bring evidence. Republican attorneys general are asking, are only asking Biden to follow the law and allow for a period of public comment before unilaterally unleashing migrant caravans on the United States of America. The Biden administration has been contradicting itself lately. On one hand, they claim they must fight in the courts to uphold the mask mandate on airlines and public transportation. But on the other hand, they argue it's time to do away with Title 42 and restrictions on the southern border, which completely pertain to COVID-19. This is how hypocritical and crazy these people are, okay? The Biden administration appears to have violated the law, but unilaterally announcing this policy shift without allowing for a period of public comment as required by the Federal Federal Administrative Procedure Act, okay? Earlier this month, Arizona, Louisiana, and Missouri filed the lawsuit against Joe Biden's decision to end Title 42 on May 23rd. The decision which was made by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, comes at a time when the CDC is attempting to maintain restrictions on the American public. According to WBOY, administration officials expect the end of Title 42 to increase border crossings by about a half a million a month, at the least. Now, the following states that have joined on to this lawsuit to hold Joe Biden and his regime is illegitimate, by the way, and theft of a presidential election regime accountable are the following. Maybe your state is one of them. Listen up and listen good. Arizona, Louisiana, Missouri, Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Utah, West Virginia, and the yellow Teletubbies home state, Wyoming. If your state was mentioned, let me know in the comment section. If your state was mentioned, let me know in the comment section what state it was so we can get a good idea here of what people are most affected by this decision. But folks, that is almost half the country, and that's just so far. That's just so far. I'm going to be urging my loser governor here to also join that in New Hampshire. That's almost half the country that is not okay with what Joe Biden's doing. That will, le- that will account for something because all of those people have standing. So let me know if your state was represented in those lawsuits. Moving on, folks. We don't have a lot of time, so we have to keep going. Speaking of the border... We're on the topic of the border. Let's talk about somebody who's got very strong feelings against what's going on at the border and somebody who will literally shut it down in their states. And I'm talking about the one, the only, Miss Carrie Lake, gubernatorial candidate for the great state of Arizona. Can I just tell you something about Carrie Lake, you guys? Number one, she will be on the show Friday. So if for all those people who love Carrie Lake and think she's going to be the next Ron DeSantis or maybe even better yet, the first Carrie Lake, definitely pay attention this Friday because she will be on the show this Friday on the evening show, Miss Carrie Lake, and we will be very, very honored and excited to have her here finally. But Carrie Lake, ladies and gentlemen, I want to show you a video that came from this weekend, okay? Little little, uh, grassroots debate they were having. And Carrie Lake, what you're about to see in this video literally solidified, excuse me, solidified who she is as a person, who she will be as a governor, and ladies and gentlemen, whatever the it factor is, President Trump has that it factor, right? 
Governor Ron DeSantis has that it factor. After seeing this video, and I've seen a lot of them from Carrie Lake, she has the it factor. She has the ability to improvise on demand, on command, and be able to captivate the audience and be passionate about it while literally shutting everybody else around her down and becoming the center of attention. That is the it factor. If you don't have that, you might as well pack it up and get away from politics. She has it. And this video is going to show you how much she actually has it because she shut down everybody around her. The men that were around her, this was not a man's world tonight or that night. This was a Carrie Lake world. And she took over. And what she allowed to have happen, the improvisation that happened was nothing short of beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Carrie Lake, check this out and you'll see what I say. We'll see what I saw. I mean, the people who shut the schools down want to continue to mask our kids. So we've got to vote them out of office. We've got to vote them out of office. You know, they complained about our kids falling behind, but then they wanted masks to continue. And even at our universities, we had one of the candidates who's not here, Karen Taylor Robeson. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, where is Karen? Turn that around. Where is Karen? She voted. This is what makes Carrie Lake a winner. This kind of stuff right here. She voted. Yeah, leave her leave it up here, actually. Sorry, can I get a tiny bit more time? She's not here because she's afraid to stand to answer for her bad policy. She's one of the people who voted to actually keep our kids masked, to keep these mandates. She had, she had an opportunity to, once we knew COVID was done, one, no, that's not a lie. Once we knew COVID was done, Karen on the Board of Regents had an opportunity to vote on whether we should continue with these draconian mask mandates. At ASU in August, 115 degrees, she sat on her hands when she could have voted for our kids unacceptable and she's not here because she doesn't want to have to answer to that and it's a shame I mean, the people who shut the schools down. What what I saw was her just taking over that event. She took it over, and she allowed the person to come up and hold that at the stand. GOP people wouldn't do that. Good old boy Republicans wouldn't do that. They don't know how to do that. They're robots. They're, they're, uh, uh, I intend to be strong on the border. Uh, I intend to, uh, uh, support President Trump. Uh, I intend to, uh, uh, make sure that we continue to have free and fair elections. And, uh, blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares. That's the kind of stuff we want to see. That on the spot improvisation. That the, 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 like I said, you, you can't buy that. You can't learn that. You're either born with that or you're not. Now, I want to thank Dawn Betha. Dawn Betha is here watching on Rumble, okay? And for, I, I know I didn't give shout outs today. Big shout out to Roku, big shout out to Firestick, big shout out to Getter as well, everybody watching, okay? Dawn Betha was a key person in making sure that uh, Christina uh, uh, um, and, and Matt, uh, one in Michigan. Now she said her pick, you know, isn't Gareth Saldano. It's it's uh it's Ryan Kelly. Ryan Kelly's great too. Ryan Kelly's great too. I don't want you guys to agree with me on everything. I just wanted to let you know who I support. But but I'd like to give Dawn a round of applause for her involvement in making sure that she pushes Christina and Ryan over the edge like that. Great job, great job. 
Uh, Carrie's much better than Ron, says L. Reed. She wants to fix the 2020 election. You hear nothing from Ron DeSantis on the 2020 election. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. We might not hear a lot from Ron DeSantis about the 2020 election. It's because there was no problem in his state. They, we know that there was cheating there because he's already, he's already helped pass laws to, to uh, strengthen the election in Florida. But Ron DeSantis is dealing with a mountain of issues to purge Florida from Democrat communists. And, and, and Florida is one of those states they're trying to steal. And if they ever stole Florida, we'd be done. So he's got it. It's, it's a little different. It, it, it's a little different than Kerry's fight. But yes, I get it. I get it. You're 100% right on that. I get it. I think uh, not one is better than the other. I think they're very two different governors with two different states with two different problems. And uh, they both uh, support President Trump. So, you know, I, I really. Lynn Wood was bashing DeSantis, says Oz fan. Well, there you go. Lynn Wood bashes everybody but does nothing. Period. I don't care who likes him. Like him all you want. I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't. All I'm saying is the truth. And the truth is he says a lot of, and does nothing. Literally nothing. He didn't do anything to help Trump. He didn't do anything to help the, uh, the audits. He didn't do anything to bring people uh, off their couch and, and running. He did nothing except for that one event that he did with Sidney Powell there where everybody fell in love with him because he, he was saying some cool things. Other than that, he's done nothing but this. Who cares? Who cares? We want real fighters, not keyboard warriors, period. Okay. Um, I, want, I have two more things to show you. You need to stay for these because they're very important, okay? I'm not going to run too, too, uh, too late. Um, I want to talk about the ramifications since we're talking about the border. I want to talk about the actual American ramifications of all of you who are coming across that border and intend to do illegal things here or intend to engage in crimes here in the United States of America. Do you guys know that burglaries, B&Es, uh, breaking and enterings, people, uh, home invasions, do you know that in those southern border areas, those states, that those uh, B&Es and burglaries and home invasions are up like a thousand percent? Did you know that? Did you know that? Did you know that these people coming across the border illegally are breaking into people's houses at an alarming rate? Those who have live in these states, they know it's true. It's happening everywhere. Now, I want to highlight a Florida sheriff real quick, Bob Johnson. If you've not seen this, you're going to love this. Because Bob Johnson, this weekend, he gave, his, uh, he gave his opinion on what should happen to people who break into people's houses. He gave his opinion on what should happen to people who do home invasions. That's right. Shoot them. It saves the taxpayer money, he says. Shoot them. Do our job for us, please. If somebody breaks into your house illegal, put a bullet in their head and shoot them. Please, it saves the taxpayer money. And boy, the liberals are mad about that. Check out this video. Now, Sheriff Bob Johnson said at a press conference this morning, one homeowner fired shots at Harris but missed. We don't know what homeowner, which homeowner shot at him. Um, I guess they think that they did something wrong, which they did not. If somebody's breaking in your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually. <laughs> um, so whoever that was, you're not in trouble. Come see us. We have a gun safety class we put on every other Saturday. And if you take that, you'll shoot a lot better and hopefully you'll save the taxpayers money. There you go. Shoot them. We prefer that you do. You'll save the taxpayer money. Now, obviously, this isn't somebody who's just, you know, causing. No, I mean, if they're, if they're breaking into your house, you don't know what they're doing, period. And, and nobody's, nobody in their right mind would wait to find out. Shoot first, ask questions later. In that scenario. I'm not saying you should go out and murder people. He's not saying that. He's saying shoot them. Save the taxpayer some money. 
I don't disagree. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to end the show a little differently than we do normally. It's always with a smile, right? We always want to end the show with a smile. We always want to end the show with some positivity and some kind of encouragement. I want to end the show today on something that I saw this morning during my coffee and my testimony and my uh, devotional of a uh, of a guy's testimony coming to Christ. This is an atheist who finally, finally found his way to Christ, and his t- his testimony is powerful. Now, you might want to grab some tissues because you're going to cry. The waterworks will be turned on. And I want to end the show like this for a reason today. I think it's very important that we show testimony because so many people are afraid to come to God because they're ashamed. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to tell anybody. They don't know how to get any support. Well, ladies and gentlemen, all you have to do is get on your knees and ask. And you need no other support than that. Check this out. Very personally. Not just in that moment, but my my whole life. Um, and I realized all the signs that I ignored, and the uh, the times that I had not only denied Christ, but I just specifically made fun of him, and mocked him, and the blasphemy, and the cost of my family and my business from living outside of God's intention and uh, and I got on my knees and said I'm sorry amen and I prayed for the first time In a long time to Christ and uh, I said I'm sorry and uh, I realized what I had done that I was blessed with the mind to really excel in academics the hands to become a very successful tattoo artist the business savvy to become a business owner I was blessed with my wife my daughter, my family, and uh, I asked Christ into my life, and I knew at that very moment that I uh, I was forgiven. Amen. Amen. I knew at that very moment that I was forgiven. It's always hard. To watch somebody's testimony, but not hard because you don't want to see it's 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 hard because it brings you back to who you were. Brings you back to the life that you lived. And there are no tears like tears for Christ. When you're crying because you experience Christ and you experience the Holy Spirit, it's a different kind of cry, isn't it? You know, most of you that are watching know, it's a different kind of cry. It's not a cry of sadness. It's not a cry of happiness. It's a cry of joy. Now, that man's name is not Freddie, no, but Freddie has been on his way to, uh, to God, and he's shown up, and he's told us his, about his uh, progress, which is great. That man's name is J. Brett Prince. You can find him on YouTube, J. Brett Prince. And I actually found it on a handle called Yahweh or no way. 
What a great, great saying. Yahweh or no way. I love testimonies. I could do a whole show of testimonies. Anyway, folks, yes, again, let me remind you, Carrie Lake will be here Friday on that show. Any donation that comes in, unless specified otherwise, will go to Carrie's campaign. We want to show her that we love her. We want to show her that we support her. We want to show her that we back her. And we definitely want her to know that there's a home for her to come to. Anytime she wants to get the message of the word out right here on Live from America. The rest of the week, we will be, uh, we will be uh, raising funds on Rumble Rants and other places, uh, not only for our producer, but also to help the Slurp Fund and the show. And uh, we will have one day this week where we actually raise some money for one of our Slurp recipients. There's lots of them, and we're going to continue to help people, folks. And just remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Make sure you check out all the deals on JeremyHerald.com. We're ending some, uh, some deals and some promos at the end of this month. Make sure that you check out MyPillow.com. Always great sales. PatriotFoods.com and The Brave American. Use the promo code LFA. You get discounts and you also help the show. And check out the American Strong Business Company page on JeremyHerald.com. We're going to be highlighting that on tonight's show, guys. Have a great uh, great day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Make the most out of it. And uh, we'll see you tonight. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye.